welcome to season two of Vitamins for Breakfast, your one-stop shop for all the vitamins you will ever need to help amplify your life. Last season, we featured amazing guests who boldly shared their life experience to you, the listener, in hopes to make you feel more connected through conversation. Fear not, this season we are coming at you again. More amazing people are here to share their life experiences, all the things that they have gone through, and everything that's made them a better person in efforts to help you feel less alone in the everyday chaos. I have made it my mission to provide content that allows people to feel like they're not alone because trust me, you're not. We're all going through the motions and we're all trying to figure it out. So stay tuned for this episode. You're going to get a lot of vitamins for breakfast. Today's guest is one of those people who is able to turn on tunnel vision and get shit done. At 25, she has her own place, met her weight loss goals, and aims every day to meet the mental standards she sets up for herself. She is one of the most giving people I have ever met and is always willing to have a good time no matter the time or the place. Her introverted personality doesn't allow others to witness the creative, funny, and inspiring side she carries within. But today, you'll be able to take a peek into her amazing mind and heart. I introduce to you Brandy with two E's. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I turned on that Cardi B right quick. Brandy, thank you so much for being here. How are you? A little nervous, but I'm good. I'm good. Mm It's a beautiful Saturday. I don't have work. Okay, that's I'm alive. Okay, with a positive mentality. Um, let me just tell y'all when I was giving Brandy's intro, mostly like everyone's intro, she looked like she was cringing. This was very painful for her. She felt very uncomfortable with all the positive remarks that I was saying. And this is everyone's reaction most of the time. And I wanted to get into that a little bit. I, I always wonder why is it that, you know, we have such a hard time, you know, accepting, you know, positive remarks or compliments. What, you know, that internal conversation can be so critical that when we hear it, you know, that voice mm. is going off. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not any of that. I'm a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you were there. You were there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I am there. You know, we, that, we that connected, right? But... Yeah. What you know? Tell me a little bit about that for you and your experience. Well, for I don't know. For me, I think yeah. Anybody who knows me knows I'm very uncomfortable with compliments. Like anytime you say something like positive to me, I start cringing. Yeah. And you you see it all the time. I do. And for me, it's, I think it's just like kind of an embarrassment or like an attention thing and I know that it's coming from the goodness of the person's heart yeah. but I'm just like hey can you do that in private like <laughs> we're in private and you're still you're still launching off a chair well, this is like again this is why I'm nervous for this because this yeah. is like going out into the public for yeah. everybody to hear so it's like hey can you just whisper that to me instead like it's ever even since like I was little I feel like it was like an attention thing like it's like I don't want attention to be put on myself so that's why anytime like I get those compliments or whatever, I'm just like, mm, no, let's not yeah, do this. Wanna, let's not do this. You want to revert and say, no, let's talk negatively rather. Let's talk about... Let's not say anything at all. Like my mama said, if you ain't got nothing to say, nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. No, but um, 
do you feel like that has also to do with the fact that, well, I mean, I feel like clearly, you know, when you are that type of person, you can kind of develop an introverted type of personality. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, if you don't like receiving compliments, it all kind of makes you cringe. You kind of just rather live internally and not externally because it's more safe that way. Mm-hmm. Do you consider yourself an introvert because of that? Yes. Okay, so you're you're an introvert. Mm-hmm. Well, what really is an introvert? Well, actually, I, I think... I have some extroverted tendencies, I I will say, yeah. but I have, like, I just have really bad social anxiety, that's really all that it is, mm-hmm. and I guess it can, I can relate to a lot of, like, introverted things. Right. Do I like, you know, spending time alone? I'm getting there, like, I'm getting there and being comfortable with that, but when I say I feel like I have both, it's that... I like to hang out, I like to party, like, I like to do all the shit that extroverts like doing, like, yeah. I do like the socialization and everything, Yeah. Um, but there's just that part of me, like, I get very socially anxious, or I'm just very self-conscious about everything all the time, that I just don't, it doesn't give me, like, the balls to go and do it myself. So, you mentioned the self-conscious um, aspect, mm-hmm. so it's safe to say that that also plays into why when people give you compliments, you get I a get little, a like, yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. So, the self-conscious whole like the 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 self-conscious and like you know feeling like no like you know don't say that stuff like how do you feel like you go because is it something that that, like doesn't bother you like do you wish you were a little different in that way like more social not necessarily more social but more like willing to accept compliments and like feeling like not being so like self-conscious about like yeah is this this is not true No, no no for sure i mean i wish i could take compliments but i really do try to like even now like i really do try to but i yeah. feel like maybe still i still come across as seemingly very like uncomfortable yeah about because it. you know and then i think also like then people think it's like oh this girl's a bitch yeah yeah mm-hmm. like oh she's all full of herself like and i I feel like I've definitely heard that before, like yeah. in high school. You, stuff. when I first met you, you came off like that. My whole family was like, "Oh no, this girl." Because I was, cool. I was sitting there like, "This girl's gonna be a bitch. This girl's a mean girl." Meanwhile, one day in her mind, Shayla looks over and sees me. No, you know, I don't even want to know what you're thinking. You know. Listen. I was going to say the avocado story. That's oh, okay. Because we got a bunch of stories when we first listen, met. And, listen, I've been, and I made, I brought her out of that. Okay? I was like, no, we're that's, not here and for that's, it. But I think that's a perfect example, yeah. too. It's like, and I always say this, like, I've, I don't know if you, I saw like this meme or whatever. Sorry if I'm... Yeah, no, you're good. There's like a meme that says something like, I'm the introverted friend that like extroverts kind of adopt and say, oh, I'm going to keep you now. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, I feel like in my... It, there's like certain points in my life where I feel like I've had in all my friend groups I've always had that one friend that was kind of like that yeah. and kind of like was super like like yeah. you yeah. social popular was like doesn't yeah. like talking to everybody kind of yeah. just grabs me and says yeah. I'm gonna take you in the <laughs> little one where it's time for you yes. to go and I yes. think you know what I think that is I feel like because people see that People see that that's in you, but mm-hmm. you don't, you you know, you don't feel comfortable. But right. I think everyone, no matter, even if you are that extroverted person, uh, has been an, mm-hmm. in an introverted place. Because I feel like when you said, like, you're both, I don't think anything is just one definite thing. I feel right. like there is, nobody's really just an introvert and just an mm-hmm. extrovert. You have, there's a little, you're always a little bit of both. You're always a little bit of both. So I definitely, I definitely can, I feel like people see that potential in you mm-hmm. and it's always like, Come on, like, you have this light in you, right, girl. We got to right. get this to pop. 
So I feel like that's why people always bring you in because you know how to, you know, as I'm saying, you always want to have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know what, you know how to have conversations with people. You know how to hold your own. You're never just left there quiet. And you yeah. know, you're like, you're always like, you're. I can always adapt. I yeah, you're very, like, adaptable very adaptable to situations. So I feel like that's why people do grab you and like, girl, you are lit. Right. Yeah. I'm sitting there in a the corner just watching everybody. And then, come on. Yeah, come on, girl, get up and twerk. And that's when that she broke. I'm telling you, this girl <laughs> broke her back. You know what I'm saying? She has broke her in her back I quite wish a few times. Would have taken like a before and after video. Remember when uh, I used to just use my back? Yes, I was like, girl, you gotta arch him more. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this girl became a certified twerker. After, oh, when I, I tell you that degree in college did not mean shit. The twerking that, is really her degree. I honestly think that's. that's I like, can tell you that's all I got out of college. That, no, you know, I'm really, you know, that, and, that probably and, sounds bad, but I'm good. And a lot of debt. You got two yes, things. You got yes. two things. You know what I'm saying? You know, and a lot of. I got good friendships out mm-hmm. of it, okay? And you good, did, you good did, jokes. that's true. We got, that's what I'm saying. I got to stop talking about it so negatively. Refined sense of humor. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So listen, <clears throat> we're just talking about these social anxieties and this self-conscious things. And we're, we're in a culture now where social media is also playing into that, mm-hmm. which is making it harder for people to feel so comfortable being extroverted or kind of, you know, coming out of their comfort zone and, and trying things. Um, you're one of those people like myself mm-hmm. who at least on a personal account, you know, you're not here with a thousand followers, you know, we're in the 200 below gang, 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 yeah. 200 below, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very likely that the amount of followers that you have, at least 95 of them, you know, like, you yes. know, that person, yes. I think I'd rather have a solid a hundred followers. I know I know them all mm-hmm. versus having like a hundred K and I know probably Right, you like, know, like would it? I, I don't know. Would it be nice to be like, oh, I have all these followers, and like mm-hmm. I'm, I can be an influencer? Yeah. yeah, sure, that would probably be nice. But me as the type of person that I am, I feel like I would never be able to achieve that. Like I get that's like I get a follow from someone I don't know. I'm like, who the fuck is this? You I see? go into their account. Go. I'm like, how the hell do I know exactly. you? Exactly. Like, why are you following me? Delete. Yeah. Like, I put my profile private for that reason. Not that I even think, honestly, that anybody would come across it, but just because I'm just like, I feel weird about it. Yeah. I'm just like, who is this random person? Like, why do you want to follow Yeah. Me? But then on the other side of it, like, mm-hmm. I feel like, well, I follow random people that I don't know sometimes. I like, yeah. like social media people that I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, or I'm like, oh, you're pretty. I like your makeup tutorial, so I'm going to follow you type of stuff. Or right. just people's like accounts that are like literally just get followers because they post funny shit. And I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm a stranger doing that. Like. Exactly. So it's, it's not like it's so outrageous. Right, right. But I feel like it's more of like if you are not doing anything like that, yeah, it's like promotional, why are, you, why are you following me? And that's what I'm saying. We're in a time where it's like we have regular people who are not influencers. Just you're posting pictures with your mom and dad at a barbecue and you want to have... 5,000 followers for what? You don't know those 5,000 people. And I don't, I hate when people try to bullshit me and say, I, I know like all of them. Like, no, you not. don't know 5,000 people. Right. You haven't. You can't be in your 20s and know 5,000 people. You haven't crossed that many people in your life. Right. And if you have, man, kudos to you. I want you to go through every single follower you have, hit them up to, to link you. And if I get, if they get to respond like, who this? Then we fighting. <laughs> we fighting because you lied. Exactly. And so, 
So do you like? So you you kind of mentioned already like that it, you you can understand both sides of it. But is there a part of you who like like you feel like left out because it's like it's becoming a thing now where it's like a part of like status quo. Yeah, like I feel like you feel that especially when you post pictures and shit and you're like, oh damn, this is all the likes I'm gonna get. Like, yeah, you kind of go through it and you're like, damn, I wish I could get more likes. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. but. I mean, if I have a hundred followers and I get like fifty likes, you know what? I'm honestly surprised when I even hit that number. Cause even and it, it's like even with the Instagram algorithm, all that shit. But still, like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't bother me much. I don't like to think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, because once I start thinking about it, then I'm gonna really go through my Instagram and be like, oh my god, I, I can't post this. I can't post this. Like, yeah. I'm just like, like I'm trying to get into that mentality where it's like it's just social media. I'm just supposed to have it like passively yes it's like a leisure it's yeah not like it's not a like something that I, yeah i shouldn't feel like I, I shouldn't have to click the app all fucking day and yeah think, oh my god I, I got another follower oh my god i got another follower yeah oh my put my i just posted this 10 minutes ago i only got five views like shit like that like that's tiring yeah it's like yeah. i that i have enough stress in my life i don't need a fucking app or yeah. people that i don't even know causing yeah. me that type of stress it's so true it's I also like the negative implications too that can happen when you have all those followers and shit like yeah. especially people you don't know yeah five thousand followers somebody's gonna comment on your shit and be like yo bitch you crusty as fuck like put some lotion on <laughs> right that, that just, like, just point out something in. you didn't even notice it's like you post a selfie and then out of nowhere someone realized you got a booger you know exactly. i'm like damn i didn't even see that and then now everyone's talking about that booger. They named the booger. Like, yeah. now, now it's there's The a, booger got its own meme. Exactly. Yeah, there's, yeah. Exactly. It's like when your life gets dragged, then it's just like, ain't nobody really here for that. It's like, I ain't do nothing to you. Exactly. Like, you? But this is the culture that we're in. And I can't. You and you don't want to engage in it. I don't want to have to deal with that. And that's fine. If you're going to post something, if you want to say I'm ugly and got a booger, that's fine. You better know me. Though. Exactly. In real life, so exactly. that way I can fight you. Like, <laughs> you say, oh, you going to catch these hands with this booger in my nose still. Or come pick it for me. Exactly. Like, I better know you. Like, yeah. I need, I don't need the... In- Saying something, yes, coming yes. out of pocket when they hold that. no right. weight in your life to exactly. think that they can even do that shit. And that's what I'm saying. The internet really does create these ghost bullies because they, when it comes time for the smoke, they're not there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's, I'm not saying, like, oh, like, I be fighting people on the internet. Because <laughs> I said it, like, you know, I got to, you know, I, I, I pulled up on a few bitches. I see y'all. But it ain't, <laughs> it ain't like that. What I'm saying is, like, People really use the internet as a place to feel like really comfortable saying shit, but mm-hmm. they're not on that type of energy in real life. And it's like, this is the shit that, like, since Santana is on some, like, um, fuck the internet, I'm dope in real life, and it's becoming, like, this whole movement. Now, I feel like now people are moving over to, like, yo, like, fuck the social media shit, like, I'm real in real life, like, you know, like, this isn't, you know, for clout, and this isn't, because even Cardi B did this whole song, I feel like that's what had people feeling different, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not one of those, and it's just like, you were at one point, and then now you're not, and it's just like, there's way too much, like, flip-flopping between identities, and that's Mm -hmm. just the problem, is that people are really losing their identities, and social media is not helping you, because you're comparing yourself to everyone else, and you're looking at their numbers, and what are they doing, so you feel like, I gotta do that, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, there's so much more to life than that, and that shit reminds me of an episode of Black Mirror, where it was like, it got to a point that it's like, you're, fuck a credit score, like, what's your, what's your your social media score, exactly, exactly, what's your following, like, and you, that, that really is how it feels sometimes. It does. And I feel you like can, you can New give York your phone. City, we're like that. Like, yeah. Just, especially this culture of people. It's, it's like, like you feel like a sense of pressure when someone asks you, oh, you asked me for like, what's right, your Instagram? Right, right. And then and you then, give it to them and they're like, 109 followers. Yeah. And, like, and you're yeah, like, so. 
And I oh, and the top of it, I even I get to a point where I gotta say it because it's just like I just feel like it's a custom reaction. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, one of those with like you know less than 200 followers. I, yeah. I hope that don't bother you. Like, because it gets. I've I've been in places where I've heard girls who got all these followings talking like, oh no, like that's a that's a red flag. Like how you got less than a, you know less than this. Like that's, that's crazy. How is that a red flag? It, am I a dope person in real? I, this wasn't directed to me, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't sit here and have you talk about somebody like that. And I'm just right. like, am I not a dope person though? Like these, this will be a situation with someone I'm just meeting, and mm-hmm. it's, let's say it's like, let's say I go out with you and you hanging out with your homegirl, and your homegirl's giving commentary on that, and I, she don't know me and my following yet, mm-hmm. and I tell her like, you think I'm dope? She's like, yeah, you mad dope? I fuck with you. Okay, I have 149 followers. Oh, I gotta leave. What you gonna do? Oh, I gotta leave. Waiter, give me the check. I ain't here with this. Can I be here with this disgusting thing? Hell no. Like, and for me, I, I don't understand that way of thinking because when I see, when I come across something like that, it's like, okay. So what that says to me is that you only follow and let follow you people who you trust and know and want to see. Your life and that's or any it. aspect of your life. I feel like this is a, per- a reasonable person who yeah. makes legitimate relationships. Exactly. With you don't have time for the bullshit and all the extra shit. Exactly. But I don't understand how other people think that way. Exactly. Like that, I I would never be like. Okay, maybe if like you have like three followers or something, and you're like, yeah, I've had this for months. Like, all right, that's a little this bit sus. Little and you don't have a profile photo? I, it's like, what are you doing? It's like, you might put me in your rape band. Exactly. You know, that. I ain't really trying to accept right. that. Yeah. But I'm never going to see 100 followers and be like, ugh, no, but I'm going to block you. Exactly. Like, like, and I don't, that's the thing, the thing for me is that I don't even think if I had a lot of followers, I wouldn't follow them, like, back. Mm-hmm. But, like, really, honestly, if it's people I don't know, I don't feel comfortable doing that. But if you're someone I know, I'm not going to sit here and say, nah, I don't want my following and my followers Mm -hmm. to look like i want my following to look higher than my followers so i know you but i'm not gonna follow you you know what i'm saying i understand you you weed out the people who don't you know really matter but you can't be sitting here i hate when i see a a a million and then one okay (laughs) may the lord bless you oh are we not done (laughs) that one has soul in it may the lord bless you so so it's it's just really overwhelming. That was God saying, "Move on to the next topic." So, <laughs> so social social media is really like it, it it's becoming daunting and it's becoming a stress. It's literally a human stress that we've added on to people. It does not mm-hmm. it does not have to be here. We don't have to feel this Remember, way. Remember, I went so long without even having an Instagram. Yeah. After Cheeky Puka hacked my, you yo, know, you know, that's when I, you know, that's when I realized I must have made it in life that I did. got hacked. By yo. Cheeky Puka. Yeah, yo, shout it out, Cheeky Puka. Yo, we shout out, Cheeky Puka. We've been watching you, you know, you a bitch. You really took the one fucking username that I really liked. But you know what? It's all good. Because I had that time to just reflect and yeah. think. Yo, she had to mourn her to Instagram mourn. handle, y'all. I, I really honestly did. But, you know, some time passed and I, I made a new one. And she got over it. We here now. We here now. We We're back. Now. I'm I ain't back really and I'm much. I feel like it's distracting me a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yo. The, my biggest thing is I hate when I wake up and it's like the moment I grab my phone, I do the same mm-hmm. three things. I check my texts. I check my email and I check Instagram and it's not always in that order. Sometimes Instagram mine, first. Yeah, I feel like mine is text first, then Instagram, and then, then Twitter. Uh huh. Uh huh. If then, I'm really really bored and I really am procrastinating on doing something, I email. fuck around, open up Facebook. Oh my <laughs> God! Oh, that's at the bottom of the list. Mm. 
fuck the email. Yo, she said, nah, they can wait. Your bill, your bill is passed. Yeah. Dude, fuck they that can shit. wait. Overdrafted, bitch. I tried me. What the fuck my cousin just posted. You know what I'm saying? What he mean? What he mean? Look at this family drama sipping my exactly. tea. Exactly. I'm, I'm on the sidelines. I'm exactly. I'm not good. I'm not. Mm, not I, I always knew he wasn't going to amount to shit. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit we be doing, man. We ain't shit as humans. So, let's talk a little bit about um, you as a creative person. Because I mentioned it in the intro. I said she's like this undercover creative person that like... Nobody really like sees her for that, and honestly, she doesn't even see herself for that. But I know it. Like I said, me and Brandy have been friends for so long, and I've seen her at her core, and she has seen me at mine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's seen a lot of things Ooh. in my life. She really knows how crazy I can be. You know what I'm saying? Oh and I can see how crazy she can be, and how her life can be, and it's just like we know what it is. So I've grown to really see that creative side that she has. But she doesn't really um, channel it. And, but of course, it can be everything we just talked about. The self-conscious, doubt. You know, with all of that being said, mm-hmm. do you feel like you have these this creative side? Mm-hmm. It's there. It's definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... It's, it's like the muscle thing you're always telling me. It's just like a muscle that I don't work as often anymore. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like I just... I feel like I'm like a bland, uncreative person. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because um, I haven't done anything creatively or written or anything since college, Mm -hmm. honestly. And I think it's because there's just no discipline now. I will say I miss that about Uh college is that you had your class. Like for me, creative writing, I had those classes and I had to do it I, I had to work that right. muscle out because yeah. that was what I was studying right. I would it was a requirement yeah but like now I just feel like I'd, uh, I I haven't worked it I haven't worked it out it's an so, atrophy sitting there can't do nothing with it if it's uh, if it's not clear to you now that it, creatively Brandy likes to write she is a yes. she is a writer Yes. She um she's re- read a lot of books. When it comes to that, she's a bookworm. This girl mm-hmm. has a lot of books, and she's a really good writer. Brandy has won awards for her writing in college because she she is that good, you know. And it's she's in those um periods right now that a lot of writers deal with. So if there's any writers listening to this, I'm sure you can connect. Where it's kind of like you write anything and you think it's shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely, like, a perfectionist when it comes to, like, my writing and, I guess, my craft. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that I've always been tough on myself about. So, like, now that I'm in this, like, dry spell, I guess you could say, of yeah. my writing, yeah. anytime I write anything, it's not the way I want it to sound in my head. It's not the way that I envision it to sound. It's not the way... It's not what I feel like my writing ideally should sound like. And I feel like I put all these, like, pressures on myself. Yeah. And I'm, like, all these constraints. Like, no, this voice doesn't sound the way I want it to sound. This is not who I am. And it's, like, I just need to let go. That's I need it. to just write it and get it out. And then I can go in after with the red pen and scratch it all out if right. necessary. But it's just so hard. Like, I know that. I know I need yeah, to get up. I just heard you. I'm like, you have the solution. And you made right, the connection. Right. What is but missing? it's just so hard to do it's it. It's the courage. You're yeah, missing the courage. Yeah, and it's definitely a self-conscious thing. Because yeah. I'm like, if I write this thing that's like, doesn't sound like me, doesn't, like, it scares me because I'm like, who the f- this is good, but who the hell is this? Yeah. I just envision myself, like, reading that out loud to somebody and feeling so, like, self-conscious. Like, people are like, what the fuck is that? Like, this I is stupid. Like, 
And I really, really, But I mean, really, don't you think... I mean, hear me out, man. Like, don't you feel like in life, there's not one perspective to one person. Like, the mind is so... There's so much levels to the mind. You're not one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. You're not going to read your writing and it's like, yo, you're not like that on a daily basis. Why do you think you can write like that? Like, you're not one universal thing. You are very flexible in your human experience. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. all are. We can we can like short hair one day and then want long hair the next and get extensions. Like, I've done for mad long and that's what fucked up my hair. Now I got the big chop. <laughs> We're not going to get into myself. Right. We're right. not going to get into myself. She's triggered. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got triggered. <laughs> no, but um, we, we change. We, we, we remold ourselves. We become uh-huh. something new. So when you are writing something, it's just like come in, come into it like, Yo, I'm a shapeshifter. I'm shapeshifting right now. I'm changing, and I'm giving a different perspective of some another perspective that lives inside of me because I'm not one universal thing. And it's just kind of own it. I think I think what writers need to do, and I'm not saying this like yo y'all slack. And I'm saying like yo, as advice, maybe that you know if anything can help you, I'm telling you, may possibly go into your writing like yo, this is just another part of me. Consider mm-hmm. like with the writing, you got multiple personality disorder. Like yo, like. <laughs> I'm, I got levels to me. I'm different. I can pop out in different ways. I can okay. talk about. I can talk like in sci-fi in one in one story, and then I can talk about love and romance in the next. Like mm-hmm. there's not mm-hmm. one uniform uniform thing to how you should be, especially in your craft. Yeah, I think I have to take it more as like maybe like a out of body separate exactly. experience only because like I know for me like my. I always forget this word. My concentration in college. No, something just hit me. All right, Shayla. No, I, I got to hit him with it, but you got to hit him too hard. All right. So, like, my concentration was um, poetry and fiction. Uh-huh. But I found that my poetry can be very, like, it's very reflective of me. And, like, it all comes from shit that I find. I pull from my own life. It's and it never just fiction. Naked. It makes you feel naked. It makes naked. me feel very vulnerable. So, uh-huh. especially with, like, the shit that I write in, like, my journal and stuff, I'm like, if I read this out loud for people, like, damn, I'm really, really, really exposing myself to the world right here, and like that—that—that that, that, that scares me to my core. Sometimes, sometimes people about. write about shit that ain't really about them, and they worry mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, they're gonna think this is about me." But it mm-hmm. could be about a friend that really like impacted you. J. Cole wrote that whole album about one of his friends, his situation, and his friend who who had died, mm-hmm. and he he wrote it, and it was like um, it was about him. He wrote it almost like taking a step in his shoes. So it's like, why, he's a, and he's, he does rap, he does music, where he's also writing, and he was able to take that experience and, and make it beautiful. Right. So it's like, as a writer, you, and I think what, what it is about writing in specifically is that when it comes to a painter, when it comes to an artist, it's like they, they express what they're trying to say in like a form of a picture, mm-hmm. which leaves enough room for interpretation. But I feel like when, when when it's words, people feel like words have so much influence and they feel so concrete that it's like people, there's no wiggle room here. People are going to mm-hmm. read this and think that it's this right. and it's just this. And it's like, that's not true. Like sometimes I'll read something in writing and, and it'll mean something to me and it won't mean something else to someone else. So it's like, stop feeling like what you say is even concrete, that it has this one definition and whoever reads this mm-hmm. is going to feel like, oh, this is about this and this is wrong. It's like... No, this can. Someone might. Someone might watch Harry Potter and think they abused this poor little this this poor boy from the very beginning to the end. This guy had to die and come back. This is just abuse. The story is just about abuse, child abuse. Child abuse. That's why it was banned. 
Exactly. <laughs> and someone else might see it as like, damn, this story is about like having to grow from the ground up, mm-hmm. being dealt really shitty cards, and you finding a way to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Because it's about perspective. And knowing this, you're not going to find one universal answer to the people receiving your right. what you write. Work, yeah. Exactly. It's going to be scattered. You're not. It's, it's, it's not going to please anyone. It ain't sure anybody pleasing you. You don't even know really. So it's just like, throw it out there and just see what it blossoms into. Like, I really be trying to get y'all the... Because I feel like... Um, I, I don't I mean... I know back in the day, like in the, in the in the 1800s, 1900s, when they were writing, and it's a form of writing that is... It's, I feel like that shit is even harder to read. Like Shakespeare, the way they be talking. Yeah, yeah. This was like, like a language. Yes, yeah. this was like a language that they had. Like, this, they built it like a code. Like, this shit... Writing was very important in that time. Mm-hmm. The words were so... Influ- people depended on this shit. Like, it was mm-hmm. life. I feel like it's had this... Um, wait on it for so long and it's like now time is going and time is going and time is going and people are getting more afraid with it and it's like no it has to, you have we have to keep writing for for what it has been and what people have fought for it to be people there's been generation generations people have fought to be able to get their word out there mm-hmm. because it's so important and like when you talk about like if you read your diary people are gonna say like oh my god like you don't know who will connect to that who needed to hear that's that true. shit that's true you're not alone in this process. Right. You're not the only one who deals with it. It's just with. the thought of being, like, it's just that that scary feeling of, oh, my God, like, it's I'm like putting, jumping out of a plane. Yeah, like, I'm put, I'm just putting myself out here. You gotta I jump. Know. And we here for it, man. Y'all hear it here. We, at, we are here. And you guys, this is what's so beautiful about the podcast. It's like, you're getting Brandy right now in her process, and you might follow brandy and then see like yo she really did the poetry y'all heard her beforehand how hard this is for her to Mm -hmm. do this shit and then boom like she's really out here pushing it doing it like that's all it's about i feel like people feel so embarrassed too that they go through these stages it's Mm -hmm. a state there are stages you're not gonna get to point z without going through everything else yeah i got three questions to ask brandy um because we're talking about the creativity we're talking about um you know her work and and her craft because I feel like that is the best way for her to really everything that she's been going through the anxiety everything else for it to kind of just be unleashed there so I want to ask you what are three things that inspire you and it doesn't have to be necessarily that inspires your writing it just inspires you as a person I'm gonna go with inspires my writing okay I like more yeah that's cool that's cool um heartbreak Heartbreak inspires me. Okay, you a Taylor yeah. Swift type of bitch. Uh, heartbreak. Um, yeah. Magical realism. Okay, what's that? That's <laughs> a type of genre. Okay. Um, it's like not quite like sci-fi, but it's like everything seems normal, but there's just something that's a little off that can't really happen. I see mad niggas like down uh, the train. <laughs> the boss in general. <laughs> and there's just like that one aspect of it that's kind of like magical mm. so that just doesn't it doesn't add up but yeah. everything else is seemingly normal okay that's like what's the way we plays everything yeah, looks yeah. normal but she got yeah. a little sparkle yeah, in it like okay but okay it's not like oh, it's not like you're reading it and you know from the first page it's like sci-fi or something i like got that. you i got you um, that inspires you okay new pens like new ballpoint pens muji muji got really <laughs> good that? pens you ever been to muji no what is that bitch when you're in the city Shout out to Muji, the same sponsor. They ain't giving me shit. Um, but Muji has really good pens. You go to Muji, you're going to have a heart attack. 
They, and you like you like organized stuff like yeah. stuff. They ha- it's like it's like just straight See, that's organized like, so that's, like stuff. de-stresses me like I like but I have all these notebooks I got all these fucking notebooks go to Muji pens, markers go to Muji I just inspired you some more bitch so it's heartbreak the Taylor Swift that's what got me the Taylor Swift she said the magical realism realism and she said pens pens inspire her yes. okay like stationary 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 yeah, you know what you are me. I know a lot of people like it's just mad cute. Oh, y'all mad weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think that's really cute. Pens. You don't really like station. I get that's like that's I like, know people, like I walk into a Staples and I'm lost. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm wet. Not literally, uh-huh, uh-huh. but like that's 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 something that I love. Like, I can go and look at stationery for hours, and I want to buy all these notebooks that I never fucking write in, but yeah. I just have them. Yeah. And it's like, but then I look at it, I'm like, I should write. And, and then you and get then inspired. Okay. Well, we're working on that. <laughs> we're working, we're working on. on that. Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. This was a struggle bus yes, interview. Yes, yes. Because, it like was. I said, y'all, we are just too funny. Y'all gonna see the little. Listen, in-between. stay tuned. We're gonna start a Twilight podcast. Oh as well. my god! We're yes. gonna drink wine and yes. watch the Twilight movie and, and just, just talk shit. Ooh! Thank you, y'all, for tuning in. You got your daily vitamins. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you walked away from this podcast feeling more enlightened, more connected, and just more empowered. It is my mission to create a platform where people can create connection through conversation. I thank you so much for taking time to listen to today's podcast, and I do ask you to share it with anyone that you feel can benefit from a little vitamins.